make sure that you go to Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Give them a call at 757-465-1010 to book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or Kane. And I'm not talking about the big red machine either. You can go there, you mention Leveling Up Banks, and you get 10% off of your tattoo. So if you're looking for a tattoo, get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo. Yeah. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Trav, what is going on, man? Like, why have we not brought D back to life? Like, he is dead. Linda Young, she killed him. She lifted him up in the air, and it's just like, it's, it's been a couple of weeks now, I don't, man. I don't, I don't like saying it like Linda Young killed him. Frieza. 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 Killed him. Uh, she had an out-of-body experience. Frieza took over. And, um, you know, Linda is innocent in all this. I, I don't want to stress that. And, you know, your boy's just mourning right now. I lost my, you know, when we go to battle, D's right there by my side. Uh-huh. And he he's teams there, up with you? He's there to fight Dio. He's there to fight all the JoJo's. And um, <laughs> you know, that was just me. It's like, now you don't have any backup, and it's, it's hard times. Like so, Dusty yeah. Rose said. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard times. That's right. But look, man, hey, we got to get these Dragon Balls so that way we can bring D back to life. You know, luckily, I was able to go Super Saiyan after he did die. And uh, I was able to defeat Frieza. And uh, now we need to bring him back. But before we bring him back, we have a very talented voice actress that is going to be joining us here on today's episode. And that is Miss Kaden Jensing. And uh, yeah, like she's an awesome person. Uh, she added us on Twitter after we had did our episode with Deneen Melody, which you should check out because Deneen is an awesome person, too. And uh, she's a voice actress. She does all of this fun stuff on uh, Twitter, on all her social medias. So check her out at Deneen Melody. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and give Kaden a call. So that way, uh, you know, maybe Kaden might be able to, you know, give us some tips or or, or give us an item that uh, maybe maybe Kaden has a dragon radar. Because Trav, do you have a dragon radar? I don't even know if they exist in real life. Okay, so. well maybe maybe Kaden might have a dragon radar so that way that you know we can we can find these dragon balls because right. we gotta bring D back. And I don't him. I don't know if we're gonna use the regular dragon balls, if we're gonna use the super dragon balls, the Namekian dragon balls, or the the uh, red the black star dragon balls. I don't know which ones we're gonna use, but we're gonna bring our homie back. Mm -hmm. But before we get into today's interview, here's a word from our sponsors. Do you love decorating your home with your personality and showing people who you are as soon as they enter the room? But maybe it's just so difficult to find what you are looking for. Maybe some Pokemon card coasters. Or maybe even some Totoro miniature vases. Hell, maybe even a Star Wars Rebel logo canvas for your wall. Well, luckily for you, us over here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks have teamed up with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T to give you what you've been looking for. Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T has opened up her Etsy shop where you can decorate your home and yourself with your favorite nerdum from anime to Disney animations or even mythical creatures. If you are looking for it, Tiny T from Nerdy Crafts has got it. You can find Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T by searching Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T on Facebook and Etsy or by clicking the links provided to you on the Level Up with Benjamin Banks podcast page. 
Also, make sure you use the code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off your purchase. That's code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Decorate your home with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T today. I just found out that Johnny Tsunami's grandfather was Shao Kahn. No, not Shao Kahn. Um, Shang Tsung. I didn't know that. What? Yeah. Now, are you saying what? Because yeah. I didn't know that. Are you saying <laughs> what? I, I didn't know that. That's wild. Yes. You didn't know either? <laughs> See, now I don't feel so bad because when I posted this on Facebook, Proud was like, how didn't you know? I didn't know. It's like, I, I'm just always so... <laughs> it's like, and Johnny Tsunami, like, he, he was a, a, a good grandfather. He, he was <laughs> nice. I'm always used to seeing this he ain't man. such a good a grandfather in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. So, yeah, before, though, is there anything that um, we can't talk about? Nothing comes to mind. Uh, I mean, it's not a serious Yeah, we're, thing. It's, I all, mean, it's all love, fun, and games up here. It's yeah, just yeah. that, uh, I know, was I was listening to Tanine's, and Tanine's was <laughs> really fun. That, hey. Hey, she's a friend of leveling up with Benjamin yeah. Banks. We love her, man. Oh, absolutely. I love Deneen. Deneen is just very, very fun, very charming, very yes. talented. Yes, she she's very pure, and mm-hmm. we love her. And we're <laughs> we're happy that uh that we came across her her profile on Twitter. Like, so yeah, um, yeah, she's amazing. Like, absolutely fantastic. He he's not here with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he ended up dying. Yeah. And, Why you gotta uh, say it like that? I mean, I, well, I mean, I, I wanted to say you that say, he like, Diaz, Diaz passed on. Well, I mean, went to the I didn't want to say, I didn't just, want to say how out, he like, died. He ended up dying. Like, well, I didn't want to say how he died, but I mean, I, I might as well let everybody know. Um, mm. But before we let everybody know how D died, today's <laughs> guest on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is voice actress Kaden Jensen. How are you doing today, Kaden? Doing very well. I, I'm happy to be here. Well, mm-hmm. I, I was happy, and then I, I learned he, about this unfortunate turn of events. Sour the mood. Well, I'm gonna let you guys know like mm-hmm. what happened because mm-hmm. uh, you know, unfortunately, Trav he was still on Earth while all of this happened. Still um, on Earth. I'm still here. So what happened was we had voice actress Linda Young up here, and Linda who, if you don't know, she voiced as Frieza on Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And what she did was she picked D up, just like how she picked up Krillin in Dragon right. Ball Z, pressed her hands she together. She did. And then D, he exploded. And we got and it on because, video. And because of this, <laughs> you know, I turned into a Super Saiyan and mm-hmm. I defeated her. But, uh, you know, we have to get the Dragon Ball so that way that we can bring D back to life. So, um Kaden, I'm sorry that you're joining us and you're hearing about how D passed, but at least I avenged him. At least. I mean, I, I'm here for, if you need help finding the Dragon Balls, I'm all about it. Like, that's right. I, I, I can track them down. I have a Dragon Radar somewhere well, in my house. Hey, that's Don't what we need. About it. That's exactly, that is exactly what, we need. what we need. We need the Dragon Radar because we have to bring D back. D, he has a wife, he has kids, and, you know, somebody has to take care of him. You know what I'm saying? And we can't, <laughs> we can't just let them you know, be alone without having D. So Rebellious D, we are going to search for those Dragon Balls. And by the next time we have an episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, you will be here with us. And Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hey, remember the, remember the State Farm commercial? Can I get a hot yes. tub? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, but no, those um, commercials were great. I don't so know. Good. I don't know what it is with State Farm commercials, mm-hmm. but they're just... 
I could probably listen to them and watch them nonstop and be totally okay. There's Absolutely. like usually like a plot or a through line with them, and there's mm -hmm. characters that are returning. It's it's like its own mini series. Yes, yes. And I'd uh, say that we should do something like that, but we did do something like that with the Geico um, mm -hmm. uh, cavemen the cavemen back in like yep. the early two uh thousands. -huh. Yep. Which was hey, also. I hope you're going where I think you're going. Probably not because you know I like to swerve the other way. Okay. But I'm telling you, uh, Justin Long and the dude you're getting the Dell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those, those carried on from commercial uh -huh. to the next commercial, and that's a throwback. So there was why it was a uh, PC or or uh, what was Apple? Well, they didn't call him Max in the commercial. I don't remember what they said. Hmm. I don't remember. They might have said Macintosh because that. Those, that's I, when probably. they were still called Macintosh. Yeah, probably. I, I can't remember, but I do remember the uh, the free creditreport.com. Yeah, oh, the song. <laughs> that jingle. Yeah. That, that jingle was fire. It's a uh -huh. for sure. I love that. Here's mm -hmm. the best. That and Career Connection. That's yeah, that. I was about to bring up Career Connection. Career Connection so, was heat. We go on back on Leveling Up with Benjamin. <laughs> they don't Mac know about those late night. They do the, not know. Late and, nights. And remember, uh, I believe it was the... I think it was the ECPI guy where he yes. used to make you feel bad. Yep. You're over there like, sitting on your couch. You just sit on your couch. Do you like? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they would show the commercials when Jerry Springer would be on. It's just like, get up off the couch, get your education, uh -huh. and you're going to thank me later. Like, he would make you feel so bad. Hey, it's just like, best, I'm off of work today. The like, best part is that ECPI got sued for fraud. Oh, Jesus Christ. For, for, for college loans? So, Jesus Christ. And it was, full circle. Full circle, baby. That's how it works. What, uh. what was the one where it was like the chick, she was singing and like she worked in a in a diner and was get connected Can for it, yeah, free? Yeah, I thought That's that was education connection. connection. Get connected yeah. for free. Yeah. Education <laughs> connection. Hey. Absolutely. Hey. Yeah. That right, was another bop. Everybody, thank you for uh, listening to today's episode. And this is it. <laughs> like, it's just commercials. That's all, right, all so we're going to talk about. I, I got to say this now. So, um, Kaden probably doesn't know, but I, I got two little girls, a 10-year-old uh, and an 8-year-old. Uh -huh. And, you know, we do a lot of YouTube surfing. Well, I played a compilation of 90s um, commercials. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Bro, they had the hostess when the, the big chick was on the tube. Oh, yeah. And it looked like a hostess. And the shark came up. And he was uh, like, where's, where's the cream filling? I remember that. <laughs> I remember uh -huh. that. Or, or remember when uh, the, the Capri Sun commercials. I was about to turn. say, and then the yeah. Capri Sun looking like Alex Mack. Alex Mack. That, I, exactly. I was about to say Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. Oh, that show is so good. So good. So good. So and good. she was in 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, yeah. The sister. And 10 yeah. Things I Hate About him. Yeah, hey, it was cool growing up in the 90s. But, uh, <laughs> you Cheers know, to the 90s. Let's go, hey, let's go ahead and get this thing started. This was a good intro because uh, we, <laughs> uh, we took it old school on leveling up with Benjamin Banks. That being said, let's go ahead and roll into today's interview. So, Caden, something that we love to do here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is we love to ask our guests, what is their origin story? So, uh. to everybody that is <laughs> listening and watching right now, let everybody know, who is Caden Jensen? Oh, origin stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, all right. Uh, so, I was a theater kid for most of my youth i did a lot of i did a lot of stage acting i did a lot of plays i played pinocchio nice. um, which uh was really fun i was about eight or nine at the time uh there is the 
hilarious twist of irony uh, with young me going, I'm a real boy. And then like later on in life, it's just like, well, you know, maybe not so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, I did a lot of that uh, as a kid and it was really fun. But I think that like where I really figured out where I wanted to go was watching Scooby-Doo and Pokemon as a kid and hearing like Casey Kasem and uh -huh. uh, uh so, like so many uh, Maddie Blostein uh mm -hmm. was just such a huge influence and hearing these people be able to do a million voices for all these different cartoon shows that I really loved I'm just like this is something I want to do I want to do this and it's like I kind of not necessarily fell out of love with stage acting but I fell more in love with the, the vocal performance mm -hmm. more than anything else. And uh, I was in college at the time. I was about 13, 14. I was doing college courses and working at a library at the same time. And there was a little pin board that said, hey, we're doing classes for voiceover hosted by Laura Bailey and Christopher Sabat. Wow. wow. That's and awesome. I'm like, I need to do this. Is I this need to do this. This was it was in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh wow! So this was your this was your uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory moment. It really was. <laughs> it was the golden ticket. Yeah, the golden ticket. It really was. It was such a such a weird moment uh, because it was like a, a two day course, and they would bring people in, and everybody. They, the first part of it was just like teaching. Like here's how you do these things. Here's how you breathe. Here's how you like. We'll show you how it works. Mm -hmm. And then on the end of the first day, they brought people up to like, give it a shot. Some people were too shy and they're just like, well, I'm just here to kind of like meet Laura Bailey and meet Christopher Sabat because like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're the best. Like, they're so cool. Um, but a bunch of people, myself included, raised our hands. It's like, well, we want to get up there. Like, we want to try this. So we got to do it. So it was kind of like, we didn't know at the time, but a loose audition. Mm. Uh, the next day they brought 15 out of the 30 people who were up uh, the first day to come back to on stage to, wow. and while everybody else was there. It's like, so everybody was in the audience. It was about 100 people and there were 15 people on stage and they're like, okay, it's going to be trial by fire today. We're going to be doing some really cool stuff, but we want to do auditions first because the only way you're going to actually get in the booth is if you do an audition. So every one of us went up and we got a script. And they're just like, okay, well, you're going to read for one character. You know, you're going to read for one character because that's the one that we think that you should be doing. But then the audience is going to cast you if you're going to, if they liked you, then they're going to cast you for this. I went up and uh, took a look at the script. We were reading Dragon Ball Z. Of course. <laughs> I, I was going to ask, was it Dragon Ball Z? Of course it was. What else would it be? They, they gave me the script and they're just like, well, we want you to read for Krillin. And... Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, full circle here. It's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I really loved Krillin. So it's like, yeah, no, of course, Goku, let's go. Let's, let's, let's really make this happen. And it's like, it was, it was fun doing that. And uh, after I did that whole spiel, lined everybody up, everybody did their auditions. And they're just like, okay. And then Christopher Sabat came over and held uh, his hand above everybody's head. And I was last. Mm. So they had mm. gone through everyone and they had not cast a couple people. And I was the last one. And they're just like, okay, Goku? And then everybody screamed. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> mm. So they had me read for, they had me read and dub in Goku's voice. 
But this is where Chris threw a wrench in the works and goes, and he put his hand over his own head and he goes, Vegeta. And then he put a hand over Laura's head and it's like, Gohan. So we had the entire (laughs) cast there and I was playing Goku opposite Christopher Savitt's Vegeta for this little dub project. And I'm just like, I can't mess this up. (laughs) I can't mess this up. Um, And then afterwards, uh, he pulled me aside and said, you have a really great natural voice. Keep doing this. Uh, You know, it's like, keep pushing yourself. You're going to go someplace if you actually like follow through. But you need to follow through. Yeah. Um, and I tried for, for quite some time. I was 14 and in college, so I had no time for anything. Yeah. Um, but by the time I got to be about 21, 22, I moved over to Texas to work with Rooster Teeth. And that's when I really hit the ground running. It's like, I have more time now. I have a full-time job. I can, I can actually like start practicing more and more and more and investing my time into this. And within about a year of working at Rooster Teeth, I had uh, two voiceover credits uh, to, to my name through X-Ray and Vav and uh, The Strangerhood Season 2. All right. Um, there was a hiccup along the way, which uh, coming out as trans was not great for my career. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely one of those things that uh, it's still a lot of, uh, it's a hike uh, mm-hmm. for representation in voiceover. Uh, be it BIPOC, LGBTQIA+, it's always going to be a little bit more of a climb for, mm-hmm. for anybody with actual representation behind the, you know, behind the microphone. And in general, in animation, there's always yep. that like barrier of entry. Right. If you are othered by you know, the industry, then it's, it's harder. Yeah. But there was a change of speed in 2018, 2019, where certain studios were taking more chances and being more mindful. And that's when I got the opportunity to voice May Marigold in Ruby, mm-hmm. which I assumed was just an interstitial. It's just a tertiary character, background, you know, this is like for world flavor text and everything like that. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks later, I found out that she was going to have a major role in the next volume. And that's when my career really kicked off. And awesome. uh, throughout 2020 and into 2021 and hopefully for the foreseeable future, like roles keep coming in and opportunities keep popping up and I'm pushing myself further and further and trying to bring as many people along with me because again, that door only opens for so long for so many people. And right. I'm going to try and like wedge my foot in there and just like usher as many cool people in as I possibly can give people opportunities because, you know, not having them for so long really just, pushed me down and demoralized me. I almost didn't make it. I was almost yeah. just going to be like giving up. But then, you know, something slid across my door. It was, uh, it was something small. It was a hero.exe, a little, uh, little game that is uh, going to be uh, launching its Kickstarter soon, actually. And uh, I auditioned because a friend told me, hey, it's, it's up there, you know, give it a shot. You have a good, like, generic, you know, uh, shonen protagonist, you know, kind okay. of voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there he is right there, the lad. <laughs> now, just to let you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm not doing anything. My hands are on the mm-hmm. table. I didn't just pull them That's up. what he says. I, it, it always, like, that's the reason why we have the slideshow, because it always brings up stories whenever <laughs> our guests see a photo. I'm like, well, how did you do that? And I, mm-hmm. look, the laptop is, the laptop is over here. I'm, I'm not touching it at all. My hands are on the table. <laughs> but uh, I got that role and, Everybody uh, who was working on Hero.exe is just such a, some of the nicest people ever. And they were just like, 
you're amazing. You're really good. And there were people who were in the cast who I'm just like, I've loved your work for mm -hmm. quite some time. And then they're just like, I've only been working for the last three years. It's like, I pay attention to like all the things that happen in like voiceover, be it games or animation. It's like when somebody new shows up, I want to know who they are because, mm -hmm. you know, that new person is probably going to be the next, you know, like Sean Schemmel or Colin Clickenbeard or, yep. you know, it's like Laura you Bailey. It's like, you never know who's going to be that next upper echelon like person. It's like, I want to know who they are because I like hearing people's performances. I like seeing people succeed. I love it. Hey, yeah, absolutely. I just, I just want to say right now that it's just like just hearing your origin story. It was, you know, very heartwarming and very positive. And I love the fact that you didn't give up because I know that there are those times uh, like because, you know, I used to be a professional wrestler. And when I started my wrestling career, there were times where I wanted to give up because it's like I felt like, you know, I should have I felt like I should be somewhere where it's like I could improve and I could grow. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you put in all of these hours and time and honing your craft. And then it's like when you're not getting any results, it's just like, you know, your mind, it makes you think, well, it's like, am I not good enough or you know, like, should I just throw in the towel? So I'm very thankful that you didn't give up. And I really appreciate you coming out as trans. And because like how you said, the representation, it really does matter. Um, we had we had actor Mason Alexander Park up here. And I don't know if you know who they are, but um, they're a non-binary actor. And something that they told us when they came up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks was how you know, it can be hard for, you know, people like how you were saying with voice acting, the same thing goes with acting as well, where yep. it's like the roles are are so small or yep. or it's like what they do is uh, instead of casting somebody that's gay or uh, somebody that's queer, if they yep. instead of casting somebody that's queer, they, you know, they'll go with the straight person and put them <laughs> in the role as the queer mm -hmm. person. Yeah. And what Mason was pretty much telling us is that, you know, it is an uphill battle for queer people to get into these roles, but it's like the roles, they still are out there and sometimes they do make it, but it yep. is a hard right. battle. And uh, Mason, they're going to be playing Gren on the Netflix Cowboy Bebop show, the live Hell action show. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and hey, to everybody that's watching and listening, go check out the episode where we had Mason up here. Like Mason, they were an incredible person and they were fun to have up here. So I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, we are talking about the topic of being trans. And it's like, I just feel like that there needs to be representation everywhere, you know, for, you know, queer people, you know, people of color, because it's like, you never know who is going to be watching this episode or listening. And they're going to be like, I'm trans too. And if Caden could make it, that I can make it too. Like maybe I could get into voice acting because Caden was able to do it, you know? So, you know, thank you for not giving up. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it's definitely a, a challenge and it still continues to be. There's a lot of like, you know, questions about like how things roll with like voice acting and, and, yeah. and so on and so forth. There's that like idea of like, well, you're trans and it's like, I'm a trans woman. So it's like, do we, do we send you the slides for, for, for male characters too, or, or just female characters? And the fact that so many people like hesitate to ask that question, mm -hmm. you know, 
it's it's a very simple question. It's like, should we send you sides for both male and female and, you know, it's like trans and non-binary, you know, it's like all those. Should we send you everything? It's like, yeah, if, if somebody can do the voice, if it's never mattered before, yep. you know, there's there's right. plenty of uh, male voice actors who do female roles and vice yep. versa, the females who do male roles. But, you know, there the question comes in, it's like, well, if you're trans, then should we be able to, it's like, look, ask, ask the talent. If, right. if they're comfortable with it, then go for it. If they say, no, just give me, you know, X roles to, to audition for, then that's great. But ask the question first and get yep. that conversation started. Um, I did a post a couple, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, might've been like a month and a half ago at this point, where I used uh, the Twitter uh, voice, you know, voice memo feature where it's just like, oh, you can actually talk and tweet. And uh, I had two minutes and 20 seconds. Hold on, that's, that's a thing? Yeah, you can you can use voice tweet, which is super cool. Really? Uh, I think I did hear something about it, but it's something that it's just like I'd rather just put the tweet out there and just keep it moving. <laughs> but it is it is a feature. Is it like voice to text or is it it's gonna no, be it's, your voice? It's, it's, it's just your voice. voice. Really? Yeah. I yeah. haven't uh -huh. even seen anybody tweet like this. So exactly. This is new it's to super, me. It's super it's super cool. Uh uh <laughs> probably like mid last year, I made a thing where it's just like the only reason that Twitter hasn't given us voice tweets yet is because they know once voice actors get voice tweets it's over right like, we're just gonna <laughs> use this all the time mm -hmm. and uh then they gave us voice tweets and the entire voice actor community was just like ah. mm -hmm. um but i i did a voice tweet uh, a couple of weeks ago and i'm just like i'm breaking this thing wide open let's let's start the conversation because mm -hmm. people are afraid to start the conversation because again when you say something people will look at you and you might get you know othered which you know nobody likes that nobody likes the feeling of like eyes on you for negative reasons but right. uh, i went out and i'm just like look ask the question because if you can do the voice we're all voice actors mm -hmm. if you've cast these people before if you've cast male uh, it was like uh, male talent as female roles and you know female talent as male roles then what is the harm in asking trans and non-binary talent what they're comfortable with auditioning for because it's never stopped anybody before and you know uh for 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 trans women specifically all of that you know it's like the way my voice sounds now is not the way it sounded years ago right. and it wasn't because of like it wasn't because of like going through hrt or anything it was all my own work like yeah. i put in so much vocal training work to be able to sound like i do now naturally and it doesn't like it's super easy to just sound like this. This is my normal resting voice after years and years and years of practice. Mm -hmm. But then I can just drop it down low and we can just keep going and just have mm -hmm. this conversation and it doesn't change anything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. way you sound shouldn't necessarily dictate what you can do unless, you know, it's like you want it to. Like, yeah. If you're if you're if you're a trans talent and you don't want to audition for, you know, it's like male roles then don't. Right. It's, that's, it should be that yeah. simple. I 100% agree with you on that. And I think it's interesting when you bring up how it's just like, well, it's like, do you want to do this role or do you not want to do this role? I feel like uh, when you said all you have to do is just ask. Right. And I feel like, you know, for some people, that's hard. You know yep. what I'm saying? Because it's like they, they might not want to offend you or, yeah. or they might not want to say the wrong thing. But it's just like when you tell them like, hey, it's fine. It's like, I know that you're, I know that you're a good person and right. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not disrespectful or anything, then it's right. fine. But you do have 
those people out there who can be dicks. Um, yeah. <laughs> have, now, have you now have you come across anybody? And you don't have to name drop or anything like that, but it's like I feel like you're asking you... a dumb question right now. <laughs> but go well, on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I, I, I mean, I like, feel like we know the answer. No, I mean, but like, has has there ever been a situation where it's just like you know somebody did offend you? Because I mean, like, what you just told the story now. It's like, you know, it seemed like everything went over smooth, but like, has there ever been a situation of a time where you did encounter somebody like that? And how did you handle that situation? So I will say that uh, I've been very adamant, especially within the last couple of years of surrounding myself with people who are positive and willing to open up and ask questions Mm -hmm. because that's where I'm at. And it's like, there are things I do not know. Mm -hmm. And that is life. And if you don't ask the right questions, then you don't get the right answers. If you want to be an ally in any single way, shape or form for anyone, you have to ask the right questions and you have to be mindful about them. Yes, that is a, you know, it's it's a tightrope walk, Mm -hmm. but it's a tightrope walk worth walking because we all need help (laughs) in some way, shape or form. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are, but... Has there ever been a situation where I have been offended? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, there have been significant amount of, uh, again, not so much recently. Uh, I feel like a lot of people have, you know, uh, opened their eyes a little bit towards being more mindful about casting, opening the doors for, mm-hmm. for, for people who have been, you know, doing stuff for a while and, you know, have already like proven that they're really good at what mm-hmm. they do. But like actually given opportunities to uh, to people who were usually not picked to be leads, to be leads in things. Um, uh, there's been a, a huge boom of uh, black voice talent being lead characters in anime over the last two years. And it's awesome. Yeah. And I'm here for it. And I love it. Um, there was a Kimono Jihen's cast was announced today. And boom, right there. Two lead characters. Black voice talent. And I'm just like, yes, go, let's do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm always happy when like somebody black gets put in, yeah. uh, in a major role because like we had, uh, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, black voice actors and actresses up here before. And, you know, it's, it's always interesting when it's like they get put in major roles and like they're not just side characters and yep. stuff like that. Because again, like when we have Bo Billingsley up here, like something that he talked <gasps> about was, oh yeah, yeah, hey, and I saw so that you're. Hey, we're gonna get to this because I saw that you're an outlaw star and a cowboy bebop fan. Oh, I'm so, such a fan. <laughs> so we're gonna get to that. Um, but Please. when we had him up here, and like he he told us, like you know, he loves the fact that it's just like you know, black voice actors can you know get these roles compared to back in the day where it's just like. And two, like there really weren't any black characters or people of yeah, color like, in anime at all. But now you've you got like animes. Jet, Barrett, uh, <laughs> and like those were the two that people would point at. And it's like, well, what about those two? It's like, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah two? that's it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, remember, it's just like, you know, because growing up black, it's like, you know, when we saw Piccolo, we was just like, yeah, Piccolo's black. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like because because it's like there really weren't any black characters on Dragon Ball Z, so black people was just like Piccolo is our guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how we just roll with it. I feel like Sonic was the same way, especially because like Jaleel White was right, that right. first, Jaleel that White, first uh-huh. Sonic, and it's like 
since then, we haven't had uh, a, a Black voice actor for Sonic. And it's like, I think it's high time that we kind of like revisit that original concept because Sonic is just like, I think that's well-deserved. Right? Yeah. Like, bring that all back. Bring that back, please. Maybe that's why Sonic hasn't really been that good the last couple of years. <laughs> I mean, that can possibly <laughs> We're be true. We're onto something here. And and why didn't, like, when the Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out, like, why didn't Jaleel, why, like, why wasn't he like, was, a cameo or anything? I was right. expecting something like that. Mm-hmm. There was there was actually something, and I know we've gotten off track, but I do want to hey, say this about we snowball up here. This oh, all the time. I'll bring it back. Don't worry. But uh, there was a game that came out, Sonic Generations. Yeah, uh, yes, it was yes, a number yes. of uh, years ago. Uh, Roger Craig Smith was the voice of Sonic at the time. Uh, he's no longer Sonic. They're recasting. I have no idea who the cast of Sonic looks like now. I know uh, Robotnik is still the same same person. Right. But uh, they're recasting all that. But back when that game was coming out, they actually approached Jaleel White to voice the you know the, the smaller Sonic. Sonic the classic yeah. Sonic yeah I remember that I heard and, about uh, that and uh, apparently he was just busy and they couldn't get him it's like well do we recast and then they just decided nah we're just gonna make classic Sonic not talk it's yep. like okay I mean there you go that's well, yeah <laughs> yeah and that was it, that was a good game too like uh, game I so want to say like all the Sonics before that because what what uh, you had Sonic Unleashed I wasn't a yeah. fan of that no, Sonic Heroes. Uh, Sonic was 06. colors bef- was colors before generations. Colors yes. was before generations. Okay, colors yeah, but, is another one. Mm. Yeah, but see, like that was a handheld. Yeah, you had Sonic in the Black Knight, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. You had all these Sonic games coming out, but it's like they they were missing the whole <laughs> emphasis on right. what made Sonic a cool character, <laughs> which is his speed. True. And, and in my opinion, the the last great Sonic game was Sonic Adventure. And then after that, Sonic like, Adventure just, was fun. It just went all downhill until Generations came out. But I, I want to say then after Generations, uh, was it Sonic Forces? And then I heard that Sonic, Forces, Sonic Forces. Forces. Sonic Forces and Mania. Ma- you know Mania. what? Sonic, Sonic Mania, Mania was good. But, you know, before Sonic Forces and before Sonic Mania, I believe Sonic. Uh, oh, yeah. Sonic. For- no, not Sonic Forces. Uh, what was it? was another Sonic game that had came out. Was it Sonic I know, Forces? I know they had Sonic 4. Which Sonic, they, Sonic Boom. Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, that, it was so bad, I couldn't even so remember bad. it. Because I'm just like, I knew that. And that game was horrible. Dude, the okay. show was horrible. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Low key, low key. Two things. Sonic Boom's cartoon had some really cheeky writing. Yes. And you know they had some fun with it. They yes. had some oh, yeah. fun with it. Uh, they even brought in like, Sonic fan fiction in one episode, and yeah. it was just like uh-huh. it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I low key love Shadow the Hedgehog, the game. Mm-hmm. I know it's not that great of a game, but I don't know what it is about it. I just love seeing Shadow just like take that lead character role and absolutely just completely steamroll over Sonic's like. I'm going to be the hero and everything. Shadow's just like, nah, guns, motorcycle, let's yep, go. Uh, I love Shadow. He, it's like, it's like they, had to fi- <laughs> they had to figure out a way to bring Vegeta into, yeah, that's uh, right, exactly to, it. into the Sonic the Hedgehog because, world. Because Knuckles was the Piccolo. Exactly. Like, yep, he was right. the villain, but then it's like, okay, now we're friends and all this stuff. All right, fine. And it's like, mm-hmm. we need a Vegeta because mm-hmm. you know, so we already have a Piccolo. And then Krillin would, what, be Tails, I suppose? Yeah, Krillin <laughs> would be Tails. Amy would be Chi-Chi. Uh, <laughs> I guess Big the Cat would be Majin Buu. Uh, Gamma. Gamma would be, I'm going to go with Android 16. Probably. Um, That's, I'd agree with that one. 
Uh, I'm trying to think what other characters were in Sonic Adventure. I think that's all so, of them, right? I think that was I think that was all of them from Sonic yeah. Adventure. They added Just more. There was like there was like Rouge the Bat, which was There's added a lot later. Now. Yeah, there's there a, a oh, lot. Yeah. There is a lot now. Uh, and they try to keep up with Mario, and it's just like, <laughs> uh, I mean, now you know they got the IDW comics too. That yep, uh, yep. Gangbusters. So mm-hmm. I love Sonic. I just love Sonic. You know, I, no, <laughs> yeah, so, hey, so fun. Something I always say: Sega does what Nintendo and absolutely. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> like growing up, I love Sonic. Well, so yeah, it just absolutely it, it it pissed me off when it's just like as. The games kept coming out. It's just like they just kept getting worse compared to the Super Mario games. It's yeah. like it, it was hit after hit after hit. When Sonic 3D Blast came out, like I remember, I was hyped for this game. But then after playing it, I was just like, oh, like what, what, what is what this? What is this? Yeah, what yeah. is this game? Yeah, what uh, is? And then they came out uh, with Sonic R. Like that was dumb. Sonic Racing. Yeah, uh, Sonic Racing was the stupidest thing. Yeah, but that intro song. Out, like, that when, intro uh, song, though, oh, that was it was so good. <laughs> and then you had uh, Sonic Fighters. I'm just like, Sonic like Fighter. we don't want this stuff. Like, I just, I just want to play a Sonic, Sonic game. There's a tennis game that got Sonic in it too. Yeah, Sonic For... and Sega All Stars. Uh, yeah, tennis. Oh, and then there was God. Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, which then turned into Sonic All Stars Racing because yeah. so they got rid bad. of everybody else. And then you so had a Sonic bad. Shuffle. It's just. It's just like I said. Like, I just want to run. Like that's all I want to do. Just, I just want to run. Let me have fun. Yeah, it turns supersonic. That's all yep. I want to do. Uh-huh. I don't want to do any of this other crazy stuff with Sonic. Like, le- like let Mario do all that stuff because yeah. it work. It works for Mario. You know, like Mario yeah, has I, I, uh, a good cast of uh, uh, you know friends and enemies that you can do the parties and the tennis and all that stuff with. But Sonic, like nobody wants to see Sonic and and shadow playing tennis with each other like yeah, who, but, i, I want to see them racing each other but in their defense i think i think it's extremely hard to come up with a concept for sonic in today's generation personally no, like no i do because look mario when they put out you know mario 64 it's like they just follow that format like they completely switch formats um, I Sonic Sonic Adventures is so good, but is that how you want to play every single Sonic game? I don't think so. So remember, they did that with Pac Man. They went to you know the platformish kind of. They did it with Earthworm. Earthworm it was cool, but it didn't, too, yeah. it didn't connect like the old school Pac Man connect. But I don't know, man. It's just, I don't have any ideas for Sonic, so therefore I'm not going to. <laughs> harshly criticized too much because i got nothing to add to the conversation well see well that's what i think that they did well with generations where they they used the modern sonic and it's like when the level was 2d you know you had the modern sonic but then when it was switched to 3d like it was quick you know what i'm saying like that's that's all you need to do in a sonic game i don't it bridged the gap too between those those two concepts where you'd have those classic stages Mm -hmm. and then you'd have these new modern stages so Mm -hmm. if you like the og stuff then you have that there but it introduces you to the new stuff and if you're only familiar with the new stuff then you get a little bit of that classic loveliness in there too and And it was a huge love letter like i love that game and it's it's sad that Sonic just can't come out with a good game. And I just want to say, it's just like, everybody that's listening and watching right now, y'all know what we do here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We done snowballed all the way down to, to the cabin. We at the, we at the, the bottom cabin. of the cabin. We at the cabin I'm right in my now. sleeping bag. Now, so hey, let me hey, let me bring it all the way back. Campfire, <laughs> took some s'mores. But um, let's, let's rewind it back a bit because I wanted to, 
you know, kind of do a rewind piggyback to when yep. you said that you were in Las Vegas. Now, did you grow up in Las Vegas? Uh, born in the city in sin and raised there, unfortunately. <laughs> I, now, I went to Las Vegas for my 31st birthday, and it was an amazing trip. Uh, you know, I met one of my good friend Armando Diaz there. Um, it, well, it was so funny a, because his own podcast. He started his own podcast. And what was funny is the whole, I was staying at Caesar's Palace and he worked at Caesar's Palace. So it was awesome <laughs> that we were able to hang out there. But I want to say like Vegas is crazy, man. Vegas like, is... like we met the devil. Um, <laughs> like, it was just like, like, I, like he was following me and my brother and then I was just I was like, Tom, just keep on walking. Just keep on walking. Don't say anything. And then like like we saw like people like trying to start fights. And then you had the yep. Vegas girls and all this stuff. Like this is our first time here. So we thinking that the girls just want to take pictures with us. And they're just like, yeah, we would love to have a tip. And we just like, okay. And I, I gave the girl $5. She was just like, no, it's supposed to be more. I was just like, look. I only got a car. Here's five dollars. Have a nice day. Like we didn't know. Like they, like they don't people in them streets. They stay hustling. Yeah, uh, Vegas is such a. Like, growing up in Vegas was very weird, <laughs> to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'd be surprised that the nicest people are the people you actually would meet on the street. Like those are the people who like were actually like. The kind folks, yeah, because all everybody else likes like people who are like, I don't know, it's it feels weird to say this, but like once you get to middle class in Vegas, it's like I don't trust anybody. (laughs) 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 It's just it's it feels like a very different kind of place to live. Um, The Twilight Zone. It it really is. It's it's a different world almost. Yeah. Yes, it's a part of the United States, but it's both a really interesting melting pot of, yeah. of mm-hmm. cultures because there's so many people who want to be there because similar to how like New York and our and LA are, uh, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, there's so much culture jam packed into what really should be only like 150,000 people. It's like, no, it's like 2.5 million people who live right. there. It's like, mm-hmm. That's too many people for such a small little place. But uh, I got to learn a lot about a lot of different like people, cultures and stuff like that because of how integrated everything was in Vegas. Yeah. But then the polar opposite is also true, where Vegas is just like, we're going to monopolize on other people's culture and identity and not pay them. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's just so, I don't know, it's, it feels dirty in the weird way. Like, I know Vegas is dirty in a different way. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but look, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Like, though, like, don't get me wrong. Love that. Love that aspect of Vegas. It's the other part, the upper echelon parts, that like 1% part of things. Yeah, like, yeah. You're the dirty part. Everybody over here is great. You're mm-hmm. nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I saw it. I saw it all. I mean, it was fun. Like, uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, fun to, you know, say that, yeah, I went to Vegas and, you know, gamble a little bit and have a good time. Um, I would love to visit there again. But uh, but yeah, it was it was just crazy. But it was fun. It was fun, crazy. But, it's uh, it's wild. They used to have uh, they used to have a full on theme park. I still think they do. Uh, I, it's wild. It was in like in top it, like inside of a building. They had a theme park. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had. Uh, uh, I know there was like different- a giant roller coaster. Yep. Uh, at one of the casinos or something like that we had saw. Right at the Stratosphere, and then mm-hmm. New York, New York has one. 
the Adventure Dome, I think it is uh, for, for, I don't even know if Circus Circus exists anymore, but. Uh, These are some badass names too. No, <laughs> let me just say that. <laughs> Crab, if you can ever go to Vegas, man, go there. I mean, like, it's. It sounds like a One Piece episode. Like a One Piece <laughs> I was going to compare it to that. Like, right. it's. It's it's like when when Caden was talking about growing up there, it it feels like it's a it's an anime. Mm-hmm. You know? it, like, it really well, is. Uh, yeah. I actually like found part of like what I truly love as far as like just like content to watch and absorb. There, mm-hmm. uh, there is a casino called the Excalibur. Yep, mm-hmm. I've heard and of that. It's uh, its theme is exactly what you think. It's a giant castle, and inside the castle, they have shows and the shows are uh of course medieval themed Mm -hmm. so they have uh jousting and they have this whole thing called the tournament of kings and i fell in love with that and uh my family happened to know uh some of the people who work there so i'd just be able to go at like eight or nine years old just go down to the uh, the strip in vegas go to the excalibur and I just watch those night. shows. Mm-hmm. And I do that like probably like two or three times a month at least. Just go kinda, for free and do that. Is it kind of like Medieval Times and Cable yeah, Guy? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after like spending so much time doing that, I, I fell in love with like the lore of like, you know, it's like medieval England and all that stuff. And uh, I loved Robin Hood. Like Robin Hood was everything for me uh, growing up. I would Fine. I, would, I worked at the library, like I said, mm-hmm. and I would just pull books on Robin Hood and just read them. Like, read the old stuff, read, like, you know, documents on, like, what we've been able to save from the history of Robin Hood. There's, like, the whole debate of, is Robin Hood real? real. The answer yeah. is, yeah. no, Robin Hood isn't real. It was just a term used for, you know, uh, thieves back in the time who would do, like, relatively good deeds were like well known for for the community and it just kind of like all kind of snowballed into this whole like mythos of robin hood this this character that you know robs from the rich and gives to the poor poor. Mm -hmm. and i fell in love with that so deeply that uh i i have a blog on tumblr and um I made a post, which was ill-advised, honestly, uh, about, uh, about Disney's Robin Hood. And this is like, right, There's one yeah. thing about this movie that bothers me. One thing about it that bothers me. And, it, and it's not necessarily the fact that, that like, oh, hey, you know, the Maid Marian is just kind of a damsel in distress, which she mm-hmm. isn't in the, the actual lore of the character, or that, you know, it's like they cut like 90% of the Merry Men from the entire movie, which, again, that's pretty typical. But it's the fact that, and maybe you'll, you'll jump on board with me here, uh, Maid Marian is related to, you know, Prince John mm-hmm. and King Richard. Mm-hmm. But what animal is Maid Marian in that movie? She's a fox. She's a fox. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, they're, <laughs> what, lions? I they're think? lions. Okay, yeah. King George is a lion? Yeah. yeah King, okay. Richard's, King Richard's a lion, and, uh, and Prince John, are, are, they're both lions. And then made Marion as a fox. And so many people are just like, well, what if they adopted her? So it's like, royalty? Royalty in medieval England is just going to adopt? You really think, you really think that that's going to happen? Maybe, oh, well, maybe she's like, you know, this, this bastard child of us, like a bastard child holding a rank in medieval England. You realize yeah. how we're, we're going down here. And it was just so 
infuriating to me as a kid, seeing that it's just like, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. And as I've gotten older, it's like, how cool would it have been to have this really big, tall lion and this tiny little fox man right. like <laughs> <laughs> hook up and just rob the rich and then just get out and get married. It's like, I love that. Give me that movie. But <laughs> I don't know. I think Disney's too afraid to give me that movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember but, as a kid, I just didn't like Robin Hood. Um, like the Disney, the Disney. Fair. Um, I like I you're about the to say what I think you're about to say. Well, we we know about uh, Men in Tights. If that's Men where in you're tights. going, yes, sir. Uh huh. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, absolutely. Men in Tights is such a such a fun movie, and a lot of people ask me about it after like after that big post, which got like hundred thousand like mm-hmm. notes on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, what do you think about Men in Tights? It's like Men in Tights is a really fun movie that doesn't give a shit right. about yeah, Robin Hood lore at all. It doesn't. <laughs> just doesn't care. And that's fine. It owns it. And that's great. I, though I do think Carrie Ells is probably one of the greatest Robin Hoods in history. Absolutely. Uh, just, just because he's got the bravado. He's got yeah, that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, there's a line, though. There is a line that bothers me. He, he says, well, unlike some Robin Hoods, I have an English accent. Robin would have a French accent, like, just just so we're all clear, Robin mm. Hood would have a French accent. <laughs> Got him. Mm. Now, isn't there, isn't, I don't know if the movie came out, but isn't there like a, a Robin Hood where it's set in the future and Jamie Foxx is uh, no. teaching? Uh, the, it, okay, so there was, he was, uh, he played, Jamie Foxx played Little John in that movie and they kind of like went all over the place. Not a great movie. I love Jamie Foxx, but that movie was not good. The writing oh, so was kind of like... so it did come out. I, it I did come re- out. It was okay. just kind of... I don't even remember. I just remember seeing yeah. the trailers. I was well, like, oh, it looks interesting, but... Jamie it- Foxx movies are very hit or miss. Yes. So, yes. Like, he's got some amazing performances, True. and then there's some big stinkers. Mm-hmm. So... I, I liked him as Electro. I know, I know that's kind of like a hot take, but I actually dug him as Electro. I don't, know the, I don't know the lore behind Electro, so I can't say he played a bad Electro. I just thought Electro was bad. You know, not necessarily like <laughs> just in that portrayal movie. of Electro. Yeah, I don't fair. really know. Yeah, just in that movie. Compared, did, compared to what we had seen him, compared right. to the Electros that we've seen and then seeing Jamie Foxx's Electro. Yeah. I just feel like but that the movie, movie itself wasn't that good anyways. Yeah, it was just all, it was just all considering over how great the first Amazing Spider-Man was, in my opinion. Uh, like, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, no, it was great. <laughs> hey, it's better fight, than Spider-Man fight, 3. Fight, fight, fight. It's better than Spider-Man oh, I, yeah, 3. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's better than and Spider-Man it's be- 3. It's better than Tom Holland's Spider-Man's. Oh, really? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Look, Tom okay. Holland, I, feel like I feel like they're on the same level. Look, Tom Let's, Holland's the greatest <laughs> Spider-Man, but those movies are not that good. They're just meh. What's what, okay? Let's flip it. Let's flip it. Now I, I want to ask a question. Okay. Hey, go what are your what are your favorite? What's your favorite portrayal of Spider Man? Then. Now, are we talking about movies right. or animated we'll, series? We'll, as well? we'll go. We'll go. We'll run the whole thing. What's well, what's the up the the peak of performance for a Spider Man in anything? What is the tippy top? For me, it's gonna be Spider-Man animated series. Absolutely. Like, that's Spider-Man, because it's it's in my top three when it comes to animated cartoons. The other two are Batman animated series and X-Men animated series. And it was just something about that Spider-Man where it's like I as a kid, I felt like I could relate to him. And I was mm-hmm. a kid, you know, with the stuff that he went through, 
uh, you know, with Mary Jane and Felicia Hardy and just always being the hero, the whole with great power comes great responsibility and always, you know, making the right choices, even though that it's just like you might not get the you might not get what you want, even though Absolutely. you're making the right choice. So I love the portrayal of that Peter Parker in Spider-Man. And that's my favorite one. Trav? Yeah, you're we're, you're talking about Spider-Man like from the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. OK, I, I wasn't sure if you were talking about the live action, like from the 70s. Or no, if you were no, talking no. about Spider-Man, I said Spider-Man <laughs> animated series. Okay. You know what? I heard I heard um the amazing Spider-Man. So uh, excuse me. <laughs> mm, no, I just no. want hey, I'm just clearing the air. So we're on the same page, brother. I'm looking up real quick to see the voice. Yeah, Christopher okay. Daniel Barnes. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that fantastic. that was his name. Yeah, but, but I he's actually just really, amazing. I really like Drake Bell's uh Spider-Man 2 on MTV. Oh. No, 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 that wasn't Drake Bell. That, that was Drake. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Patrick oh, Harris was Spider-Man. Which one did that. Drake Bell do? He was Drake Ultimate Bell Spider-Man did. on oh, Ultimate. Disney XD. I loved Ultimate Spider-Man. He did a good job. The fact that they were able to do Deadpool in a PG setting was mm-hmm. phenomenal. And mm-hmm. they did a great job with it. And very fun, very fun interpretation of Deadpool. Even to the fact that like he knowingly looked at the audience and censored himself and yep. just kind of like, wait. <laughs> it's just like, I love that. I love uh-huh. that. Well, I'm surprised neither of you said uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which was just so everything. Being able to see, like, we got well, to see, like, good Peter Parker, where it's, like, the top right. of his game. We yeah, also got to yeah, see, like, true. bottom of the barrel, Mary Jane left me, Peter Parker. We got to see Miles Morales for, like, the first yeah. time like, I think it's, in a major series like that. <gasps> I think it's because I don't think of Peter Parker when we bring up Into the Spider-Verse, if I'm being... Honest, really? like my brain just doesn't go to Peter Parker. It goes yeah, to Miles. Yeah, I think about Miles the whole time. Y- you know, movie. just because he was the like the takeaway from it. You know, because yeah. it was a Spider-Man of color, and that's yeah, kind of yeah. what sold the movie. There was so much about that movie that like little oh, no, things so that good, happened. and the soundtrack mm-hmm. is fire. fire. Absolutely, number mm-hmm. bobs. There was mm-hmm. so many like little moments in that movie. Um, when when Miles first meets. Uh, OG Peter Parker, we'll call mm-hmm. him that, not Peter yeah. B. Parker. Uh, he watches, you know, Peter do this whole flip mm-hmm. and, you know, like zip on up to the button. And he's about to like press it. Right. And then all the way at the end of the movie, you see Miles, you know, fully unlocked his, his Spider-Man abilities. And you see Gwen and Peter B. Parker, you know, watching him, you know, do some stuff. And he's like, Peter's like, did you teach him that? And he's like, I didn't teach him that. And I know you didn't teach him that. Miles had watched so perfectly what that original Peter Parker did. Mm, I never even that thought he that. mirrored that one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And seeing like there's so much like about that movie where like when, you know, it's like, you know, when you see Miles, you know, falling, you know, it's like doing that, that, that drop down, that fall. Mm-hmm. And then the camera flips and you see him going up. And it's like, yeah, that's because he's not falling. He's rising. And it's just like, ah, I love this. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, getting to see and like having Miles like teach Peter B. Parker how to be a better Spider-Man was awesome because Miles was learning himself and came into his own in just one movie. And then at the end of that movie, everybody was just like, why haven't we had this for years? Why didn't Miles have a movie like a decade ago? This is exactly what we need more of. But that movie just, is so amazing. I feel like I feel like like when that movie came out, it was the right time for it. You know, what I I'm agree. Saying? I definitely I, do because, agree. 
because I feel like, uh, you know, superhero movies, you know, a decade ago, it's like they were still, uh, they were still like, you know, putting a rolls, the rolls in the oven. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, they're still, they're still baking. <laughs> right. And yeah. I mean, like, you know, you had the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was starting up and whatnot. You know, you had Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, but we never knew back then, like how big all of that stuff was going to become. And I feel like, you know, with Spider-Man becoming, I mean, he was already a popular character as yep, is, right. but it's just like, it just felt like it was the right time to bring in all those Spider-Men. Yep. And they all, they did an awesome job from the animation and won awards, the music, like Trav said, it was fire. And I can't wait until the sequel comes out for that. Yep. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, it just, it, imagine if it would have came out back then. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I want to say back then, well, we had what, Dragon Ball Evolution was out. <gasps> oh X, no, X, I forgot about X the Men, movie. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Like imagine if this Spider-Man movie came out and it was a stinker. You know what I'm <laughs> That's saying? Fair. It, That's it, fair. It could it could have ruined Miles. And I, I, I even remember when Miles at first came out, even though like it was a small portion of people, like there were people pissed off that yeah. it's just like, well, why did they kill off Peter Parker? Like, why are they going with this? Because Marvel was going in a new direction with new characters. Because we also got Miss Marvel. And, like, yep. she's about to have her show on Disney+. Plus. Yep. And those Disney Plus shows, like Trav says, they're fire. Like, yep. they, they do an amazing job. They they won, WandaVision won several awards. Yeah, yep. MTV mm-hmm. Movie Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Falcon got Best Hero, Anthony yeah. Mackie. So like you know, I love I love that like that little ending for for Falcon and the Winter Soldier where they changed mm-hmm. the title at the last. So yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to uh-huh. see. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I good. I really loved at the end of Endgame when he gave him the shield and he was like, "How's it feel?" And he was like, "It feels like somebody else's." And he looked at him and he went, "It's not." Like that line always hits me in the. Field. And Banks knows how I feel about Falcon and Anthony Mackie just in general. Like, that yeah. is my man crush. Um, <laughs> just I like will, mine is Jensen Ackles. Yeah, yours is Jensen Ackles. Mine is Anthony <laughs> Mackie, man. I will I will watch anything that Anthony Mackie is in just because it's Anthony Mackie. So, so uh, I have to ask you then. Have mm-hmm. you seen uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Oh, oh of course. I, I love that movie. Oh, okay. good movie. Hold on, hold on. Hold Trav, Trav, right, hold on. let her finish real quick. Let her finish. And, right, then... and then I got to say something. Yes. So I recently rewatched that movie after watching so a couple... So did I! After, 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 <laughs> after watching HBO it... Max now. I, I watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I'm just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have more Mackie. Uh-huh. I gotta have more. It's like... <laughs> All right. Uh, so I watched, you know, it's like I watched, uh, I watched Civil War and I watched, uh, I watched uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, something feels weird. Something feels weird about this. Something feels weird about this. So then I went back and I watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is Civil War Captain America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's dude trains from childhood to beat these enemies, become super buff and super amazing and all these things fights for all these things that are right and, and like knows when to pick up the weapon and knows when to put it down and try and you know mediate the conversation and then who's standing next to him it's like 
That's Anthony Mackie. The sidekick. He's playing the sidekick once again. That's right. And it's just like, it feels like kind of full circle because that movie came out way before before he became he became the Falcon in in MCU. And it's just like, good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad he's finally got the hero mantle that he rightfully deserves. Took took too many movies to be honest. Now, let me tell this amazing story that Go ahead. Hey, uh-huh. I, I got it in the chamber. I don't even think you've ever told this story on the I, podcast. You do before. not know this story. Oh, Ooh. my God. I did tell you the story. OK. Yeah, but I don't so, think you've ever told it. On I've the never podcast. told the story on the podcast because why would I tell the story? Uh, and this is just the right time. In, so, in case you just brought it up. And Banks <laughs> knows, so Banks knows my friend Jay. Mm-hmm. And we all used to work together. And 2012. Um. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter comes out. Now, when I hear about this movie, I'm like, this is so dumb. And then I watch this movie and I'm like, this is so amazing. This movie yeah, it was, was a good fantastic. Movie. It was a great movie. But it just sounds so stupid. If somebody was like, let's take Abraham Lincoln, but the reality <laughs> is he's actually hunting vampires. It sounds so stupid, but it was ex- executed way better than it ever should have been. Um, so we're talking about it at work and I'm trying to get everybody on this movie. I'm like, I know it sounds dumb, but you got to see it. This man, Jay is sitting on the bench and the words that come out of this man's mouth is Abraham Lincoln didn't really hunt vampires. Did he? (laughs) (laughs) We look dead silence amongst everybody. And I looked over at him and I go, Jay, are you serious right now? And he knew, like, as soon as it came out of his mouth, he knew what he said, uh, but he couldn't, he couldn't bring it back. It had already been said. And uh, I could just see the look in his face, like, why did I just say that? Oh, and it the, is almost, oh I'm so dumb moment. It is almost 10 years later, and we still ragged this man. It was funny. <laughs> Abraham uh, Lincoln didn't really kill vampires, did he? No, Jay. Just in case anybody's wondering, no, Abraham Lincoln did not really kill vampires. The the author for that, by the way, the, the author for uh, for Abraham Lincoln Vampire uh-huh. Hunter made another book, which yes. also got turned into a movie, which was Pride and Prejudice yes. and Zombies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which is also a really which fun is, I was about to say, it's a I've really good movie. I've never seen that movie. Is, is it a good so movie? Good. Okay. It's very fun. I'm still waiting for them to make the because uh, he has a sequel to the book the last american vampire and i'm waiting for that movie to be honest with you i want <laughs> i need this hey guys just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all a new uh front of the podcast dewan o'neill has dropped his first novelization dear dominic a roadmap to his son on amazon grab your copy today i wanted to tell a dumb story too and this goes back to vegas um, I can't remember which casino it was, but they have the Titanic attraction attached mm. onto the casino. Okay, okay. I don't know. Do you do you know which casino it is? I seem it. Gosh, uh, maybe it might be the Monte Carlo, or it might be uh, the maybe the Bellagio. Honestly, it's at the Luxor. It's okay, at the Luxor. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Trav. I'm on so, it. So why would they have the Titan? <laughs> why would they have the Titanic attraction at the Luxor? They got Vegas, a whole what? exhibit. What? What? <laughs> Vegas, please come on, come on. <laughs> but no, it's um. So me and my brother, we had went inside of the Titanic shop, and you know, of course, I'm just looking around and whatnot, and like, there's this woman at the cash register, and she asked the cashier, she's like. 
so did Jack really survive in Titanic? <laughs> and, and it's like, I'm like you happen to walk su- into this conversation. No, no, no. I'm looking at the souvenirs and she asked the cashier this. And like, I looked up, I'm, I'm just like, did she really just ask that? And the cashier, she was like, ma'am, it was a movie. And she was like, <laughs> ma'am, it was like, a movie. She was like, oh, I, I, no, I thought, because I wanted to know if you guys had any, uh, you know, Jack souvenirs here. I'm just like, come on, man. But like, like that movie, that's one of my top movies of all time. Really? Top movies of all time? Yeah, you have, I'm a sucker for some drama. So what's it called? Uh-huh. Especially some love drama. So like, I, I may fair. not look like it, but if you look at my bookshelf, you think it's the bookshelf of a 13-year-old girl. All right. but, he, does, he does have a the, lot of those books. The reality is I'm a 30-year-old man. Okay. So, so and so, I love some Titanic. So you love Titanic. You love the mm-hmm. little bit of drama to it. Do you know anything about the Carpathia? No. The Carpathia is the ship that actually answered the call to mm. help the Titanic. Mm. They were, it was a small little ship that had no business answering this call. There were other ships that were closer that didn't answer the call. This tiny ship, the captain rolled out of bed, said, we're going, pushed the ship far beyond its limits, which it should have taken about four and a half, uh, four and a half hours to get there, made it there in just about three and a half hours. Wow. So it shaved about an hour off of that, going at a beyond max speed. Mm. Everybody on board the Carpathia came in to help. That means crew and guests. Mm. And they started pulling people out of the water and they saved several thousand people. We and need that movie. Yeah, we I never knew that. about it. it listen, l- look it up. The Carpathia is the story about the Carpathia is fantastic. And I want that movie, like turn that into a movie mm-hmm. because this tiny ship should have never actually, re- they made it there and they saved yeah. who knows how many people could have actually been, you know, saved if all the ships that were that in the area well, showed up. So yeah. are you saying that they actually sent out a distress call saying that we're sinking and there's yep. actually people who said, eh. well, the thing is, it's like, well, can we make it there in time? Is it really worth it? to? Bullet? Why wouldn't yes. you try? That's that, crazy. That, that really yep. hurts. That really hurts to hear that there wasn't even an attempt. Like, and that's why that's when I'm t- telling you, it's like the Carpathia, this little ship, this the little, underdog, the little boat that could mm. the got there, <laughs> saved people. And it's just like it, they, 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 it's the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. They're dodging icebergs. They could have potentially sunk themselves too. and yeah. they made it. Mm-hmm. Not only did they make it, but they saved people. Countless lives were saved. The story about the Carpathia is Except fantastic. for Jack. Jack passed away. Jack. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Jack. <laughs> well, I, I, I will say that uh, one of my favorite moments of Infinity War is when Thanos shows up at the old lady's house uh-huh. and, he, and he says, I'll be taking that from you. And then it goes right into the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I don't know which I don't know what uh what gem she had. Was it the life was it the life gem? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, to reel that back in, uh Kaden, I wanted to ask How did you, we get here? We snowballed. <laughs> we snowballed. We really snowballed. It, it, I remember it, at one point we, we were discussed talking about Sonic. We were talking about Robin Hood. Yeah. Because Kaden, she turned the podcast into leveling up with Kaden Jensen and she started <laughs> and company, asking us questions. And company. Yeah, so, but I I wanted to reel it back, and I wanted to ask, uh, like, what were some of your favorite animes? Like, we already know Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop. That's the top five for me, too. What were some of your favorite animes growing up? Uh, Some of my favorite anime growing up. Well, the Pokemon anime that's still going on. I love it to this day. (laughs) 
Thank I you. love it to this day. Thank uh, you. Thanks uh, be hating. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you haven't seen Pokemon Journeys, it's amazing. Uh, hey, let's talk about that theme song and how much that's a bop. That's an amazing yeah. like, Pokemon music is so good. Like always. all across the board. It's always, always. good. Uh, um, mostly like there was a lot of like voice talent in, in the OG Pokemon stuff that mm-hmm. I really loved. Um, mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, of course. I mean, uh, everybody is, I, I'm going to say this and it is a blanket statement. Everybody sees the magical girl transformation and goes, yeah, I kind of want to do that at least once. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor Moon um, used to be in my top five until Trav and uh, D bullied me. Not me. Uh, what? Not me. No. No, not no me. Way. Yeah, Trav did. No, I did not. Yes, you did. Have you seen the redub of it? Yes. Yes. Uh, We've talked, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen talked the about that I haven't finished it. So good. I haven't finished it. So good. The cast is amazing. Um, let's see. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, obviously. Um, of course. Uh, I loved, uh, you know, Zoids was a big one for me. I loved Thank you. Zoids. I, it was... People <laughs> slept on Zoids. They did. Absolutely. Uh, it was, the thing is, it's like, I don't know why, you know, it's like Gundam was super popular at the time, even in the States, and Zoids came out right at the right time. And it's just like, come on. It's like, we have a big, giant robot people. What's not to like about big, giant robot animals? Um, uh-huh. In that same vein, G Gundam was like, G Gundam's a good it's, one. I, I love G Gundam. That burning thing. His hand of mine is glowing trouble. red. It's telling me to defeat you. Just so, oh, <laughs> come on, give me that. I love it. Kaden, I used to get in trouble because I would do the burning finger to my little huh? brother all the time. <laughs> and it's like, I would say Domon's lines and then like, I would go in and say burning <laughs> Well, at first, remember, it was shining Tiny finger, finger first, first, then burning finger. Yeah, yep. and then it became mm-hmm. burning finger. And it's like, I would grab my brother's head and I would squeeze it until he started crying. Oh, no! You take, see, you took it too far, and that's why Zuckerberg banned you. <laughs> take it too far. <laughs> I did take it too far. But it was, it was fun. I mean, because that's what he was doing on the show. Like, he would grab the head and he would destroy yep. it. I, I couldn't help hey, it. Hey, that's what she said. <laughs> Hey, now, <laughs> now, Kaden, I want to ask you this because, like, you're naming all of these classic shows, and you know, if D was still alive, he would ask you. <laughs> he would, he I'm would, not supposed to laugh when you say that, <laughs> but I didn't expect it. But when he was still alive, he he would have asked you this question: Were you a fan of Ronin Warriors? Ronin Warriors was possibly one of the okay. Knights of the Zodiac is so slept on. Plain and so simple. Slept so on. slept on. Ronin Warriors and Knights of the Zodiac were just like, this is like full anime Super Sentai. Like this is Kamen yes. Rider, but anime. And it was yep. so good. And like, I'm, I'm happy that like Knights of the Zodiac like has come back and you got a Netflix series fairly recently. So it's like, where's my Ronin Warriors reboot? Exactly. Where's my Ronin Warriors reboot? And that's what I wanted. I, I know it's like a lot to ask for, you know, in the day and age where like everything's got an anime and like anime's honestly, if you ask me, anime's better than it ever has been. There yeah, is mm-hmm. something for everyone. If you don't like shonen, yes, don't worry. Yep. There's some shojo for you. You don't like that. There's some mystery murder stuff. Uh, I mentioned Kimono Jihen earlier, which is getting a dub on Funimation. Uh, and it's, that is such a like twisted psychological thriller with uh like i mean the, the, the dub cast is amazing uh i can't wait to actually hear them go for it but uh, i watched the entire uh original japanese uh, version and it's just like it's so like different than a lot of things that i've seen but then you have things like you know uh i've been killing slimes for 300 years and i've not right, yeah, my yeah. level and i'm just like <laughs> yeah give me that give me that fluffy nonsense uh, that isekai stuff i'm i'm all about it like 
there's so much variety now versus like when we grew up where it's like, Right. Yes. Absolutely. You know, you have card captor Sakura. You have, you know, it's like you you mm. might have like you might have had like Naruto or Digimon. Which, I tried. But, I tried getting my girls on uh card captor and slayers, and they were just uh, like that. Slayers is so good. Can I do it? That, yeah, they looked at me like that. This chick look old. because <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, the thing is, it's like that's that I mean, fair. All the more reason to like, yeah. let's uh, give it another go. Revamp. And try it again. Yeah, yeah. I agree. absolutely. Uh, I agree. It, it's it's crazy, and I just love like Yashihime. You, it's true. Just yeah. like Yashihime. I love that you that you do know what Ronan Wars is because like we've had guests up here before, and it's like they nobody knows. Nobody knew about it, and it's crazy because Ronan Warriors it was a fun series. Yep. Like I I've recently just finished watching it again and I haven't I haven't watched it ever since it ended on Toonami back in the 90s, but uh it's on Amazon Prime and the quality it looks like it looks poor. <laughs> but but it's it's did fun. <laughs> it's fun just watching this and then also on Amazon cuz I don't know if you know about this, but they did come out with OVAs for Roman Yes, Warriors. they did. And 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 my thing is is like if you have these OVAs, like, why did they never put them on Toonami back in the day? And these OVAs are amazing because yep. it's like they take place like right after the main story mm-hmm. and they're OVAs. So I just it doesn't make any sense. But like the quality on those look amazing. And I agree that, you know, you have shows like Dragon Ball, Sailor yep. Moon. I mean, if you want uh, some like Trav just mentioned, Yashahime, like you have all of these older shows, you know, being remade. Like how you said, Caden, with uh, the Saint Seiya stuff, yep. Knights of the Zodiac, remade. Like, why has Ronan Warrior still been kept in the dark? Like, why was there never, like, with games like Dynasty Warriors? Oh, like, yeah, come can you on, imagine yeah, a yeah, Ronan yeah. Warriors Dynasty yeah. Warriors? Yeah, that like, would have been, been amazing. That would have been fire. It's just, it, it, like, it just boggles me that, you know, like, I mean, even a Dragon Ball Z Dynasty Warriors game, you could have did that yeah. too. But if you want some, just, if you uh, want some deep cuts, though, like Monster Rancher, throw that one out there. Oh, Reader yeah. Die. That's on HBO those, Max. Uh, those games on PlayStation? Yep. Oh, you're talking about the game, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'm, no, I'm just bringing them up too. There was a, there was Reader Die, which was a, an OVA series that Reader Die that got spun off crap. into a Reader Dream, which was uh, Reader Die three episodes, possibly some of the coolest stuff ever. Like yeah, Reader I Die, I would just adore to jump back into you know the world around Reader Die, like seeing Yomiko Reedman again and like mm-hmm. seeing what they you know it's like where things went from the end of the OVA and like mm-hmm. from the rest of the characters' perspective because. <laughs> It's so, like, they're doing different things even back then. Like, uh, Ryomiko Reedman, the main character, is a paper user, which means that she controls, like, you know how uh, the Avatar, Aang, you know, can control fire, air, water, mm-hmm. earth. Yep, right. She controls paper the exact same way. She could turn, like, money into a sword. And it's just like, that's mm-hmm. awesome! I love this! Um, here, let's see, Fooly uh, Cooly, which was, uh, got... Two mm-hmm. new series fairly recently. So mm-hmm. if we're, we're bringing things back, then let's bring some stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, it was it was another story. I mean, it's not, they didn't bring it back, but uh, Blue Gender. Blue like, Gender. I always felt like that oh, was Oh, gosh. That. Blue Gender is so good. Yes. Yeah. Blue, Blue Gender and uh, Kakaider. Those are like Kikider. shows that wow. came, because like Adult Swim, like they were bringing like these anime gems and I feel like nobody talks about it where they gave these shows a chance and like right. they were fun cyborg zero zero nine big oh yeah we, we talked about that before too yeah yep. if, if you like cyborg zero zero nine you would like kakai it's, yep. it's pretty much like the same thing it's just it's more 
I mean, Cyborg 009 was more adult themed as well, yep. but I felt like the Kaido was more adult themed. Yep. I mean, it was on Adult Swim, you know? Yep. But they used to have some serious cuts. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this anime movie called Biohunter. Yeah. No, I, I never <laughs> Biohunter is so good. It's... But if you were to like get it now, um, if you were able to find it somewhere, somehow, some way on the internets, mm-hmm. on the interwebs, um, yeah, that... the quality is just so bad. It literally yeah. looks like they ripped it off the VHS that it came on. But I got a real deep cut. Go for it. That, mm. that came on Fox. And it's a mm. French American cartoon, and it also wait, wait, wait. You know, oh, let me let me think if I. Uh, uh, is it is it Cyber Nine? No, <gasps> no. But this also had toys. Okay. And um, it's called Dragonflies, and I don't yep. know if anybody remembers. I Dragonflies. remember that show. Wasn't that wasn't that the toys where it's just like uh, you, they would spin the around thing and it spins yep. up in the yeah, air? Yeah, I remember just that like show. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, my sister had the fairies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was a girl thing. version, too. Right. Yep. Answers and mm-hmm. I, I had Dragon the dragonflies, yep. but they yep. had a show. Show was heat. Yeah. Show was heat. Yeah. It was like Power Ranger dudes that could fly. Like, they were yeah. dra- yep. dragonfly armor, and it was sick. Now, do you guys remember the uh, the Siegfried and Roy show? Oh, yeah. I do. Was, like, I medieval do. <laughs> yeah, like, that was... A, that was, And what's crazy is, like, all of these shows, I remember... They would come on like Sunday morning, like Dragon Ball. Like that's how yep. I found out about Dragon Ball when I was a kid because they mm-hmm. all used to come on together. And you know, back then we didn't know what anime was. Yeah, like right. we just saw it on it's TV. Just and a just like, yeah, it's just a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when Dragon Ball Z came out, and I was just like, man, like this guy, he looks very similar to the guy on Dragon Ball. Like, are they the same people? <laughs> and then when when you when they had Piccolo up there, I was just like, I never saw Piccolo on Dragon Ball because when we when we first got it over here in the states, it ended like right when Goku went to Master Roshi's house and he was gonna start training yep, with him, and right. like that was it. So we never saw Krillin, we never saw any of these people. So I was just like, well, why didn't we ever get any of that because it wasn't as popular back then. Yep, <laughs> I, I got no more cuts. I, okay, so I'm gonna bring that one that I that I talked about, Cyber Nine, which is a show that, if given the opportunity to bring one show back and mm-hmm. like like do it do it right and do it proper, I would like first of all, I'd go with the studio that just uh, just finished up with uh, Castlevania for Netflix, mm-hmm. and I would reboot Cyber mm-hmm. Nine, which is this like twisted kind of thing where this 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 evil scientist is trying to make these bio weapons, and he makes this one character named Cyber Nine. And she is, or wait, no, wait, what was it? Wait, 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 it's not Cyber Nine. Come on. Oh, Cyber Nine was the other show. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh, Cyborg 009, right? No, not, not Cyborg 009. There's because there was a show called Cyber Nine, but oh, gosh. Yeah, well, uh, I guess our good pal Jason Marsden voiced the main character on Cyber really? Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Marsden did do that. Oh, gosh. Um, good old Max Goof. <laughs> that's right that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we had the opportunity to have him up here on leveling up with benjamin banks go look for that episode because he tried to get trav to sing with him and trav was scared. i froze up i was scared mm-hmm. <laughs> you really froze up mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. uh, for me a goofy movie is the pinnacle of disney animation oh, yeah. you're, you're not wrong and that soundtrack is just heat but power nine power nine's you know songs aside just the regular songs they're all fire so it's like i don't know it's, it's my idol right here. i mean that's true me. i know what to do 
Cyber Six. Come on. There's so many. Ooh. There's so many. Okay. So Cyber Six. I remember Cyber Six. Okay. Cyber Six. She was created and engineered by this evil scientist. She's very like Carmen Sandiego esque, but 90s Carmen Sandiego. Big hat, you know, uh, black outfit. Uh, her brother, uh, who is also a biological weapon created by this dude, is a talking panther. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> and to to like go undercover to to stop the the dude who created them from like causing chaos in the world. She goes undercover as a high school teacher, but they would have absolutely noticed her uh, presenting female. So she presents male as the teacher. And there's this dude character who's this other teacher that she's like low key interested in. And they have mm -hmm. these like really like crush moments where they're having these conversations and She's presenting male, so it's like there's all these like very like you know gender feels, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And there's also this like whole like very like, I mean, this was in the '90s. I was like having two male characters, like male present one male presenting and one action. It was like like one cis male character having this pseudo romantic relationship is was so unheard of. Like it was absolutely unheard of. But like she's like I don't know. Like I, the the best way I could say it is like this character feels gender fluid like yeah he present it's like she uses he pronouns she uses she pronouns it's just like this character is so it's the right time to reboot this is all i'm saying mm -hmm. like there are yeah. so many people who yeah. would love to see a character that's gender fluid non-binary being a hero presenting how they want to be in situations that they want to present in and have a romantic relationship and have it not be a big deal bringing mm -hmm. that show back and then like giving the cool fight scenes and all that stuff and all the like right. like creature of the week stuff to the folks who did castlevania yo give me that give me that good stuff i want it mm -hmm. but i cyber six i feel like cool show i feel like when i go back and watch rocco joe murray did a lot of that stuff but it's like they're all animals so they could be anything yeah. you want it to be yeah, but true. there's all these underlying messages that you don't pick up on as a kid yeah as a kid yeah then mm -hmm. you go back and watch it and you're like oh, oh wow. that, you know, like Rocco working out as a sex phone operator and pretending oh, to baby, be a oh woman. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you know, and, and Filbert, you know, dealing with all his anxiety and all this stuff. Yep. There's, like, so many, like, real messages hidden behind all that stuff that you just don't pick up on. Filbert, Filbert mm. the turtle taught me about OCD. Right, like, yeah. Like, mm. it taught me, like, like understanding what that is. It's like, turn the page, wash your hands. Turn the page, wash your hands. It's, like, it's <laughs> turn your page, wash your hands. Turn the page, and he had so hands. much, like, like again, like you said, looking back on it, it's like uh, teaching me about, like, up, anxiety and, and right. dealing with all those things. And, you know, uh, Heifer being adopted. Right, like, yeah. That was uh -huh. huge. That was just, like, there was so many. They didn't treat him any differently Despite him being like the herbivore and then being, I was wolves. about to yeah. say, uh -huh. yeah, him and being a cow, him being a wolf, yep. and it mm -hmm. never occurred to him that he was adopted. He, he had no, he had no clue. They treated him so much like family that it never came to any thought in his mind. Right. Mm -hmm. and it's like that's amazing. It's like I can't believe that that was some of the stuff that I grew up with because you know you take that alongside a lot of the other shows that you grow up with it's like like a road rovers which was just like uh, here's a bunch of anthropomorphic dogs <laughs> going around yeah, and, right, and right. saving it's uh -huh. like it's you know this is a vehicle to sell toys but rocco wasn't that and like doug wasn't that 
Right, right. Yeah. I was like, yes, oh, I don't know. it was so. Uh, hey Arnold, too. Hey Arnold, hey, look hey at Arnold. Those, uh-huh. those Hey Arnold storylines is like if you they were probably, serious. Yo, with I'm sure for people that grew up in New York, these yep. are serious situations that they encountered as kids all mm-hmm. the time. They would change it up so it wasn't actual drugs in your face or yep. anything like that, yeah, so they yeah, could present yeah, yeah. it. But now you go back and look at what it was a metaphor for, and you're just like, yeah. wow. They had mm-hmm. probably Hey Arnold probably had one of the best like puberty episodes like of yes. any like thing uh gerald like had his normal voice in the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode and then halfway through like stopped it talking got deeper. it got deeper yeah. and it had that little squeak to it and yeah. Yeah. he was supposed to be singing the high notes and he lost that and then he right. had this conversation with the with the mailman character he's like i used to have a high voice just like you used to mm-hmm. and now i have this low voice but now i can do other things with this voice that yeah. I couldn't do before. Don't look at it as something that's, you know, it's like negative. Change is good. Change is great. You know, take it and own it. And at the end of it, he's, he's like seeing it's like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, he breaks out. Yep. Mm-hmm. He just like, uh, the panel was great. Panel was great. Now, see, <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of cartoons that come out nowadays where. Just goofy like, to be it, goofy. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just straight goofy. It's like, they don't have those those life teaching moments, but there is. And I enjoy them though. There is, there is one cartoon that, that stands out to me where it's a cartoon for everyone. I know what you're about to bring up. And it's Steven Universe. Oh, that's not what I expected. You know what? What what did you think I was going to say? Craig of the Creek. Craig of the Creek is a good Craig one. I thought you were going to talk about Craig of the Creek because it's got some messages, dude. Craig of the Creek is fantastic. Uh, Steven Universe is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend Infinity Train as well. You know what's, oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I need to watch Infinity Train. You we do. actually had we actually had one of the writers from yep. Infinity Train up here. One of my on, favorite uh, new animated series, like within the last recent years. Infinity Train, uh I by the end of the first season, I was sobbing. Like I was oh, yeah. openly Me just and- just crying. It was so heavy. And well, I've been so waiting great. on it. Remember when they show that pilot like a year or two before yep. on Cartoon Network? So I'd been waiting for this show and I got to watch it every week with the girls. And mm. from every episode, we were like hooked, hooked, hooked. And since we're bringing up hidden gems that are out now, Disney XD got got some. If you haven't seen Amphibia. Amphibia. Yeah, I was about so to bring up Amphibia. Oh, my God. Good. And, and Big City Greens. Big, Big City, City Greens, Greens has Big a lot of uh, like under, undertone messages yeah. behind. They, they also all, like all the they're also stuff. like our generation folks. They talk about like they, they included some like Team Rocket-esque characters. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Japanese version of that episode of Big of uh, of, uh, of Big City Greens. Um, uh, that had those Team Rocket like mm-hmm. lookalikes. They actually mm-hmm. got the Japanese voice of Meowth to voice that particular oh, character. In awesome. it was so great. Um, oh gosh, uh, I I gotta throw in a couple more. I mean, if we're talking Infinity Train, we're talking Amphibia. I gotta throw out Owl House, which just Owl got, House. I've never seen that. Yeah, I never heard of that. Owl one. House uh, is uh, oh my gosh, it's it takes uh, this character lose. And she's about to go on a uh, a summer vacation, like she's going to camp. But mm. uh, the day she's supposed to go and do that, this door appears inside of this like abandoned house, and she. Gets, I love stuff like that. Yeah, you just go to another world. Into, yeah, she got Sold. sucked into another world, uh, <laughs> and she has this mentor who is this kind of like not necessarily down and out, but like she's a little older. Uh, she's like fifties kind of a, mm-hmm. a, a witch character. 
And she, everybody, like everybody who are the lower tier folks, they love her. But the upper echelon folks, they don't necessarily agree with her, you know, mm-hmm. how she does things. Because she's on the outs. She doesn't follow the rules of society to, you know, it's like, you know, crossing all those T's, dotting all those I's, doing everything exactly the way that they should. And Luz wants to learn magic. But she's a human, so she has to find ways to learn magic creatively, differently. So she ends up going oh. to this, like, school and learning how to be herself through this. Uh, it's going to end with a third season. Uh, season two is about to start in June. And season mm-hmm. three is going to be a set of, I think it's like four or five, uh, maybe a little bit less than that, 44-minute specials that is going to, like, finalize this story. But nice. it's just... Uh, Gravity Falls too, like uh, Alex. Oh Hirsch. God, Gravity yeah. Falls! Yeah, I never got so into Gravity Falls, good. but I've heard so much good stuff it's about so it. It's so good. So good. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be, but might be worth looking up. Uh, uh, Alex Hirsch is married to the creator of Owl House. There's a lot of themes oh, there. Wow. Uh, like there's like triangles with eyes in them, and I'm just like, that's Bill mm-hmm. Cipher. That's Bill Cipher mm-hmm. right there. All right. I know what you're doing. You're alluding to something like worlds are connected and things may not be quite what they seem, but. Oh yeah. The creator voices a character in Owl House. Yep. And, okay. uh, and, Al- and Alex Hirsch is, uh, is, Alex Hirsch, is, yeah. is also voicing on that as well. That show is so good. Uh, again, breakout hit for me. Uh, loving that. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to like think of like some some stuff that's like newer and uh, maybe some uh, odd taxi uh, just started uh, airing this season. And I never heard of that. It's a it's a series that follows a a taxi driver. And it's all these like, uh, do you remember the movie Crash from like the. Oh, you know, what's crazy? Uh, You're not talking about the little movie with Ludacris, right? You're talking about. That's what I was the one, thinking about. You're talking about the one where they get off by getting in the crazy speed wrecks, right? It's no, no, no. Uh, that's a. Uh, uh, it's the it's the movie where uh, everything centers around the story about this one car crash, and then everybody's stories splinter out from there. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. With yeah, Luke yeah, yeah, the, yep. the movie with uh, uh, Terrence Howard. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, that movie. That was a really good movie. There's <laughs> another one called Crash, though. Really? That is. It came out in 1996. And it's pretty much they get all they get into like these car crashes and it gets them off and they end up having relations, you know, in the car as they huh? get in the car crash. Or, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy Which story. channel did this come on? Uh, HBO back in the day. So I oh, that sounds about right. Back That's Gans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Odd Taxi is a lot like uh, not that ver- that crash, but the other crash, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, where it's telling a bunch of different stories in a fragmented way that it's all mm-hmm. coming together with one focal plot point. I love stuff like now, that. Now, is this dubbed so it's, over a, here? it's not dubbed yet. Okay. I, I'm, I'm saying it is the sleeper hit of the season. It is so good. And I can't wait to see, you know, it's like if it gets picked up, if it gets dubbed. Because um, mm-hmm. not everything does, of course. Right. But mm-hmm. I just feel like this is something that is, is such a unique story and hasn't been done too much, especially in, in animation. And especially in anime, that I'd love to uh, have people more uh, watch it more because, like, the main character is not your, you know, your usual main character. He is uh, in his uh, early forties. He's overweight, and yeah. uh, he's he's a walrus. Yeah, he's a walrus. He's an overweight walrus. And that is amazing. And his uh, 
And his, uh, he's, he's got uh, a sleeping disorder. He can't sleep. Mm. Uh, so like, there's like so many different things that are talk that are in there that they deal with, uh, being connected to somebody who you don't necessarily want to be connected to, but you know, now they've got their hooks in you and trying to break free from that. And, you know, they, they talk about, you know, dirty cops. And this is like, if you want, it's like, it's like, you know, your brother is a bad cop. You know, he's a bad cop. Mm-hmm. But you're just giving him a pass because he's your brother. So trust me that he's bad and do something right. You know, it's like, you know, you got into this to do something good. So do something mm-hmm. good. It's like, it deals with some really heavy themes. And uh, I feel like I'm the only person talking about it. And I'm just like, where is it? What is, what is everybody watching? It's like, I know everybody's watching like Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, Attack on I, Titan. I, I am watching Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> right now. Uh, and then JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's you know Bizarre, Bizarre Adventure. I just recently got into that. Uh, I was uh, I saw Kira Buckland tweeting about the announcement of the next season, and right. she was just so like enraptured by this announcement. It was so overwhelmingly powerful mm-hmm. for her to have that announcement. I'm just like, there's something I'm missing. I haven't seen JoJo yet. I'm gonna start watching, and I started watching right after that. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. I get why. I get why so many people like JoJo. You I- hear that, Trav? <laughs> you hear that? I mean, they probably weren't told to watch part one and part two. No, you have you know? to start with you part one. You got to start with part nothing. one. No, you got to start at the beginning. You can't play, Thank you, you can't play Mass Thank Effect God. 2 without playing Mass Effect 1. Thank as much you. as you don't want to. Thank you. <laughs> this, hey, Caden, like Trav and D, they're just like, oh, it's part so one is so bad, boring. Though. It's not bad. It's it good. Is. Like Dio, like killing it's Danny. And, and, to me, it's and, boring. Okay. Right. I mean, that's fair. But it, but it gets better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like, like, of course, you know, part one and part two, like, they're set, like, way I back. get you. you but know? sometimes I can't stay in the relationship if it's so bad right now in hopes <laughs> that it gets better down the road. We got to break up, you know what well, I mean? Because well, I'm unhappy. The, well, see, that's the reason why, like, a lot of people, like, they skip part one and part two. And they just, they oh, just I go straight it, to part I three. I can't, I can't skip. Can't they just go, no, because, because you're my friend, you're my co-host, so I'm going to tell you that you need to start from the beginning. Oh, I'm not... And- like if it was just some random person, I'd be like, "Yeah, just start with part three. Okay. But if we're but if we're doing a if we're doing a review, and for you've the admitted series, we're friends live here on on camera <laughs> and audio is recorded. So if we if Caden, if you have a podcast and you tell your co-host, "Hey, we're reviewing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure," yeah, that means that you have to start from the beginning and then then work your way up. And if you don't want to start from the beginning, at least watch a like a a review on or like part the one manga. or read the manga or read the manga. You know what I'm saying? But don't sit here and be like, Oh, it's boring. It's just like, we got to review it. We're doing a review on it. You can't just say I got I bored did. with it. <laughs> that, that's the point. No, you also it's... gave us like two weeks to watch. A, he want, uh, no, this man uh, wanted uh, a uh, podcast <laughs> on the whole entire series and one episode and gave me and D like two it? weeks. Two weeks to watch. I'm going to say this. Two weeks is enough time. I'm going to say this. Uh, About six months ago, uh, after watching everybody start watching it or revisit it in quarantine, Uh, uh, I started watching One Piece for the first time. Thank Mm. you. Such Uh, a good show. Six months. Six months. I'm at 460 episodes in. You can watch all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in two weeks. Thank you. If I can get past Alabasta in two weeks, you can get past JoJo in two weeks. Hayden, it's nothing but excuses. That's all it is. It's nothing but... Because Mm -hmm. I just just finished watching... Well, not finished because it's been a year now, but Shippuden. 
Like yep. I started it last but year. You skipped filler though. Oh uh, yeah, I did skip the filler. Okay, I'm gonna say so this. You know, I'm gonna say this. You can skip filler because it's not plot relevant. But you Thank can't skip you. part one and two of JoJo because they talk about that stuff later. Yeah, everything like there is no filler in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because the th- the thing is is that this is an anime series that has come out after all of the manga has already come out. Yep. So it's like there is no there's no way for them to put filler in it. But for like Naruto, like I'm I'm thankful that I didn't watch Naruto when it was live <laughs> on TV because all of that filler stuff that y'all had to sit through and watch, like that stuff was horrible. Like when I found out, I was just like I did. I did it's watch some of the filler for Shepparton. And then I said to myself, I was just like, none of this stuff matters. Yeah. Like, why am I watching it? And some of it was bad. So I just said, yeah, I'm done with it. I'm just watching the series. I'm just watching well, the All of what stuff. I watched from JoJo was bad. No. no how dare you? You tripping. You tripping. How dare hey, you? you tripping. Hey, <laughs> this I, dude. Your, your boy walking. I ain't tripping. It's going to all over you right now. <laughs> when, when, part, when part six got announced, this dude Trav tried to go on Twitter and he he tried to be like uh, I was trolling Stoop, you. He he tried to be like Stoop Kid uh-huh. and talk trash about JoJo. I'm just like, come on, Trav. Get and you then, all and, then, and I, then he was just and then he was just like he was trolling me. I didn't care what he was saying. My only thing is is that you know we have we have this podcast, we have this YouTube. It's just like this dude is going on the leveling up with Benjamin Banks podcast page and is talking crap about jojo's bizarre adventure oh, i'm just like bro, I, don't want this to, I don't want i don't want this to reflect us in a bad light okay just, but crap if if we would have got like hate so much hate nuclear heat for your your tweets what would you say i'm sorry i was only having the fun with it well first of all first of all from the very get-go i i made the these thoughts these thoughts are uh, Trav and do not reflect on leveling out with Benjamin Banks podcast. He leaves out these little details. He always does this. He leaves out the little details the little that detail? change the story. <laughs> so I already let it be known, just like you know, when you watch the behind the scenes footage on the DVD extras, <laughs> these opinions are the result of the actors themselves and do not reflect on Disney as a as a corporation. I, I had to put a tweet up saying that like, you didn't know you Benjamin, didn't have to because this is, I Benjamin, already this did. is Benjamin Banks and like these are Trav's opinions and they do not reflect us at okay. all. Okay, <laughs> what, what was already said by me, so no, you didn't have to do that. But no, you didn't say that <laughs> on Twitter. Yes, I did say no, this you did, on bro, please I will do send not you make me go and find it as screenshots because I will what send them to you. What do you mean find you. it? We barely tweet. And, it's going to take you two I, minutes. I'm just like, I'm like, that's, that's just like, Kaden, that's just like if some news for One Piece came out and then I went online and just started trashing One Piece. Like, it's just like, why? Why would I do that? Like, like, what type of reaction were you trying to get, Trav? All you're going to do, even, all you're going to do, here's this the This reaction from you right here. <laughs> this is what I was trying to get, and it worked. Because you, it's been two months, and you ain't shut the hell up about it. I'm just, I'm just saying, I, look, man. I, I, if, listen. If, if, I'm, if people would have came after Mission us. accomplished. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Trav. I got to disagree. If you're going to go, if you're going to mm-hmm. go on social media, and you're going to start talking, st- talking shit about something, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, all right, I don't like it. That, leave it at that. Not for me, period. I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to troll people. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It was JoJo jokes. It wasn't me and No, it talking. wasn't no JoJo. Hey, yes, he was, was the only one laughing, Karen. I'm just like, That's right. I'm like, who, was, like, who finds right. himself funny? <laughs> me. Like, like, he tried to sit here and say, uh, I don't know like how 
an anime can try to make a Nazi a good guy. And I'm just like, I mean, like, nobody. Oh, yeah, I did talking. say that. Nobody's saying that. Like, Nobody's saying that. Yeah, nobody, like, nobody who watches There's plenty JoJo, of people that, that love this dude as a character. Stro- Stroheim. Type in Stroheim's name into the Twitter. And you know how we'll show you like hashtags and people talking I'm, I'm about it. Now. Okay, well, Trav, there's, there's can, some love for him. Well, okay, all right. Well, see, with you saying that, you could also say that there are a ton of people who love the Red Skull. I mean, people I mean, nobody's love bashed. like like people love Dio, and he's like one of the worst he people. Loves Dio. He's awful. Mm-hmm. He's garbage. But it's like he's a cool villain. I like him. Yeah, he's a cool villain. Yeah, people but he's love not Frieza. He's not real. Nazis are real. I mean, but Stroheim isn't Stroheim real. Stroheim is a, is a character in a show. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I, I, I'm happy that first off, I'm happy that I have backup. Too, I'm glad that D is dead because if D see, was look still at you. Here, see, I don't talk about my friends like that. If D was still alive, I don't alive, talk about my friends like that. If D, That's all if this D, D was still alive, see, Trav doesn't have backup now. Mm-hmm. Trav does not have backup because yeah, because D would be here uh, protecting you right now. But um, but hey, Caden. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been a blast. I, I love that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry we didn't talk about your career at all. <laughs> we did right at the beginning. Yeah, and then we just started snowballing. Look, mm-hmm. look, look. You, here, I'll do this. I'll make you feel better. Go watch Ruby on Rooster Teeth right now, please. It's right. a fantastic show. I love being a part of it. Uh, the Titan's Bride is coming out soon. I play Bado Bados, the, the wolf man there. Uh, the, uh, the Kickstarter for Hero.exe should be up fairly soon please check that out uh give me a follow on social media it's just my name Caden Jensen and uh check out our one piece podcast called Yayo Talk Show where we're going through every arc and saga of one piece and I'm going Mm -hmm. in completely blind which is so much fun and that's what I've been trying to do and banks don't want to do it and With what? With One Piece? With One Piece. I got to episode 70, and then, like, we started doing more stuff for YouTube, and oh, I didn't okay. have time to watch One Piece. Say, oh, he ain't got time, but I was supposed to have time for JoJo. Okay. Well, JoJo, JoJo's see, better than One Piece, man. I'm okay. sorry. Ooh, oh, I don't no. know about that. No. I'd say, I'd no. say, I'd say, they, they, tickle, they tickle different parts of the brain, all right? <laughs> There's nowhere near the world building in JoJo that there is in One Piece. Bro, with all it's the all across time. And, and One Piece doesn't have Dio. These nuts. One Piece oh, doesn't. One piece, to be fair, One Piece doesn't have Dio. It does, however, have Luffy, one of the best shonen protagonists, period. That yes, dude is God. good people. Good people, mm-hmm. people, Monkey D. Luffy. Love that guy. Monkey D. Luffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hey. right. Hayden, we oh, I got to ask one question. One question. I right, go ahead. All right. Are you reading the Ruby Justice League comic that just of came out? Of course I am. Okay. I love it. I love I love Faunus Batman. I love Faunus mm-hmm. Batman and I love Faunus Flash. He's a turtle Faunus. It's so Here we cute. Go. I love him so much. I adore him. I adore him so much. Banks needs to get on it. Banks needs to I get do. on it. It's and very that's funny. That's what she said. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, with that being said, Caden, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you didn't already went ahead and, you know, said where everybody can find you at in social media land. Uh, you know, again, thank you for joining us on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You are an amazing person and you are an amazing guest. So thank you. Uh, we would love to have you come back up here Absolutely. with us in the future. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bro, Hayden, she was amazing. Like, I don't know about you, man. It's I already feel bad because D is dead and we got to bring him back to life. But, you know, to have Caden join us tonight and, you know, just tell us everything and just to be a cheerful person. You know, I hope nothing but the best for her, man. Like, 
Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. It's like we keep on bringing on these incredible people, the leveling up with Benjamin Banks, man. And I just feel like from when we started the year off, I say it almost on every episode, you know, this has been a really good year for us. And I just hope that we continue to keep on bringing on really awesome people and we keep knocking it out of the park. Oh yeah, man, we're killing. Not to, you know, give us pats on the back, but we're killing it. And we've been blessed with guests that the vibe's just real strong. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe and, um, yeah, that's all yeah. I got to say about that. <laughs> and, and to piggyback off of what Caden had said earlier when she was talking about when she was doing voice acting work and when she came out and said that she was trans and then it became harder for her, it's like, you know, she never gave up. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You know, we've been doing this podcast thing now. And it's it's almost been like a, two years and a half now. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like there have been plenty of hardships that we've had on this podcast journey, but it's just like you can't give up. You can't lose hope. So anybody that's out there that wants to, you know, anything that you want to do in life, it's just like it doesn't matter if, you know, it's hard right now. It's just like, just just take it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I, I mean, I I don't want to say that's what she said, but it's just like you have to take this. You have to take those hardships uh-huh. and you just got to roll with the punches because at the end of the tunnel, there is a light and you are going to reach whatever goal or, you know, that you set for yourself. And I don't, I want to say this and it's not to be taken negative at all. It, it, you know, what I'm about, it, it's a positive thing, but people don't realize how hard this quote unquote podcast game is. And you and I have seen people say they want to start a podcast and they get a couple couple episodes in and they're done, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Half a year, they're done. And like this, this stuff right here. And I mean, it's not just podcasts. And obviously, you know, we both come from backgrounds, you know, doing music, wrestling, acting, where like that takes years and years and years of yeah. like putting your nose down and grinding. And yeah. um, th- this stuff ain't easy, man. And you just got to keep not. pushing forward like we're doing, man. And we're going to be coming up on that third year. And mm-hmm. uh, when we start year four, you know, we see the progression every year. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like there were times where it's like, it's like we would look at our numbers and like they were really low. Bro, I'm going to say this publicly. There was times in that first year, first year and a half where we had seven downloads for the week bro and it was hard it was hard to put that much energy into something to get that quote-unquote little bit of reward i guess you can say it's Trav, what did i always say hey and, and now those numbers have you know times times 10 times 20 and we climbing you just gotta keep on pushing you gotta stay positive and it's like you just got to keep on uh, just promoting yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, you have to stay positive. You can't give up. You can't lose hope. And uh, it's like, you know, things will come, but you can't give up just because you feel just because you only get seven people who listen to your episode. That's still more than nobody listen to your episode. And you just got to keep on going. So Hey, it's like us. That seven becomes 17. That 17 becomes 77. That 77 becomes 770. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so with that being said, um, you know, to put it more on a, on a real life thing, uh, we have to get these Dragon Balls so that way we can bring D back. 
So, uh, Trav, let, let everybody know on social media land where they can find you at. So that way we can go ahead and uh, start this Dragon Ball hunt. That's right. I'm over there on the Instagrams at ZK Audio. You can also find our homie Rebellious D at Instagram at Rebellious double underscore and D23. Uh, D23. And on top of that, you can find me on the Twitter at T R A V I O S Z K. And of course, our good buddy, he needs a hero right now, desperately to come back. Where can he find one? You can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can look me up on Facebook. I should be the first person to come up. If not, then. I don't know who I'm going to contact. And also make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Patreon where if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. Mm -hmm. Thank you to all of our patrons who do donate to us because it really does help us out a lot. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And that is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, where we have video reviews, interviews, and all of that good stuff up there on the channel, reactions. Uh, I don't know what else we're going to add up there, but uh, when we do add it, we hope that you enjoy it and uh, you hit that like button. Like D always says, like, follow, subscribe. That's right. And uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to another episode. Keep on chasing your dreams. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Keep that pinky up and stay positive. Peace.